Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here at the Bright Red Desk on a snowy day in Manhattan. Uh, this is the show for February 7th, 2021. We are forward. We are working with a retrograde Venus, retrograde Mercury, uh, and we are having a new moon this week. We are wrapping up the year of the rat, uh, which was the Chinese New Year last year. And, of course, rat years bring plagues. So we're finishing up our plague energy, and we're going into the year of the metal ox. Uh, Chinese New Year is celebrated around the country or around the world. The New Year is celebrated in many countries. And oxes, of course, were still in the barnyard, hanging out. You know, the rats live in the barnyard too. But we're hanging out with the oxes now. And oxes, if you think about them, I mean, we're really separated from our agricultural origins. But they were the hardworking, reliable, dependable. Uh, they plowed the fields. They pulled things. Um, there was, there's, you know, some villages here in the United States where they take you back in time, Sturbridge Village being one of them, and you go back and they have oxen harnessed and they pull the trees and they plow the field and they used to do the work before we had metal, before we had electrical engines. So the year of the ox is a reliable, dependable, hardworking, it's very yin, very receptive, very kind, and they're considered compassionate animals because they work in service to humans. So as we enter the year of the ox this week, on the, the 11th, we have a new moon. Of course, that means tonight we have a new moon webinar talking about this new moon that we have on February 11th, and it's a new beginning. It's a new energy, and, and a lot of people are really feeling uh, very changed, very energetic, very shifting, and finding they're spending time on new priorities, that they're focusing in a different way, that it feels lighter, it feels less tense, feels less anxiety producing, that, that there's just this shift. There's like, a, there's like a settling in. There's like a quietude. And that's real. We're going to have that uh, kind of taking off a little bit this year. Not to say it's not going to be a year of change because we're going to have the Saturn-Uranus square three times. And that's very much about, um, you know, the Saturn-Uranus gives us a very strong energy around, okay, how are we going to change things? How are we going to structure things? What are we going to do with this new energy? How are we going to work it? So there's a lot of energy around how do we do that. But there's also a lot of energy that speaks to us about, you know, what that new chapter looks like. And so this is a really important time for all of us on this new moon as we're beginning this new energy, as we're beginning this new focus. We're going to be saying, okay, forward. And, of course, one of the things that happens, uh, we're halfway through winter here in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, we had Candlemas, or Embolic, it's sometimes called, uh, on Groundhog Day, you know, that, that when the sun is halfway between uh, winter and spring. So as this new moon comes in and it invites us to kind of think about what's the next chapter for ourselves. Now, remember, all the planets in the heavens are still reporting into Saturn. And that doesn't happen that often, right? So when that happens, we kind of go, wow, everybody's still reporting to Saturn. And that's going to continue through Pisces. 
because Jupiter is in Aquarius and he's reporting into Saturn. So as the planets are in Capricorn reporting into Saturn, Aquarius reporting into Saturn, and even as they move through Pisces reporting into Saturn. So Saturn is in air, and he's asking us to think about our plans, think about our ideas, think about what's important to us, think about what our contribution is going to be to the group, what are we here to work on, what are we here to create, what does that look like. And so it's a little exciting. Um, and, you know, with the Neptune opposite the Vesta, there's a lot of energy right now about feeling a little bit, a uh, little, little maybe overwhelmed, a little swamped, a little bit too much water, you know, because we do have that Neptune opposite Vesta exact now in the full moon. So there's an energy of flow, but there's also an energy of flooding. Uh, a lot of people are reporting they're extra tired. Of course, in the winter, we have, you know, it's dark. We've had a lot of snow. We're having a snowstorm today. We had a snowstorm. Lots of Neptune up there, right? Lots of water. So the energy of what is emotionally important to you, the energy of what are you emotionally tuning into, that's all kind of part and parcel of this. And also with Saturn in air and Jupiter in air and all the planets answering to Saturn in air, he's really giving us the ability to look at things from a different perspective. Um, and part of what the air energy asks us to do is to decide, you know, if we want to change how we think about things. Mercury retrograde is, is still in place, so it's 20th. So we're being asked to look at things in a different way. And I would encourage you when someone is uh, saying something to you to kind of take a little moment to think about, you know, how what they're saying is reflective. Air planets are super, super strong with words. They really help us um, think about things in a, in a we, we look at them and we kind of go, okay, so if I believe that, then that gets me here. If I believe this, then that brings me there. And remember, all things start with an idea, right? We have an idea, and that gives us a vision of what we're going to do, where we're going to go, what's going to happen. So I have had my computer trying to re-update me, you know, update me for, you know, a couple of days, and I keep going, oh, go away, computer, go away, you know, I'm too busy, don't update me. Well, last night it did it, apparently, because today I go to sign in, and every password has been taken away. I'm like, you know, you have all that auto sign, you just click, and it takes you in, and I'm like, God, I don't remember what my GoDaddy password is. I I don't remember what my Yahoo password is. I I don't remember what my... My blog talk radio password is, I, you know, it's like Mercury, gone, right? Just in the wind. It, it, it makes you think again, you know, so I have a Rolodex, you know, which you're not supposed to write the passwords down, but I don't have the memory of a snail these days. So I went, all right, let me go look it up. Do I have a password? Oh, I have that. Oh, I have that password. Okay. And then I'm like, I don't know if that's even valid. And, of course, it wasn't. Uh, so then, then I'm like, all right, well, now what? You know, and it sends you the password reset. And, you know, it's, it's that kind of energy, right? And so you want to work where you're being asked. You want to look where you're being asked to think about things in a new way. Come up with a new password. I mean, I have the, you know, I have passwords. Like, there's passwords on everything, right? <laughs> Mercury retrograde, 
Change your passwords. Look at your passwords. Think about how you've organized stuff. Um, I have a wonderful new cleaning lady, uh, courtesy of Haley, uh, who, and she's just, Katerina is just terrific, but um, we don't share a language. Um, <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. She doesn't speak English. And so she comes, and so today, this week she came, and I was kind of thinking, you know, I need to get in the freezer and kind of clean it out. So she says to me, I think I'm going to clean the freezer today. So we definitely do have a psychic connection. So she gets in and she cleans the freezer. Now, one of the things that I do, because I'm a Virgo and we don't like to throw things away, is, you know, I have that CSA in the summer. I get all these vegetables. And, of course, if they're going to go bad, what do I do? I put them in a baggie and I throw them in the freezer. There were a lot of things in the freezer that were really not quite right. So she comes in with, like, a bag of parsley that's in the freezer, looking a little raggy. She goes, what do, you, what do you think about this, you know? And she always asks me, like, when, the, you know, the garlic and the oil, you know, that I roast, that's in, is this, is this, this is, yeah, my, I, I said, oh, you know, parsley, yeah, you know, I put that in there last summer. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, keep it. And then I went, no, Anne, we're throwing away things. We're getting fresh parsley. We're getting, so, like, there was a lot of that kind of stuff in the freezer. All left. You know, and they were lovely herbs when they went in because they weren't quite used, but they never got used. And so the Mercury retrograde that we still have through the 20th, go back, look at things, re- reset your passwords, revise your vision, look at things in a new way, come up with stuff. One of the guys I work with doing Access Astrology, Mark Waltz, he says he moves the books. I don't know if this is true, but it sounds good. He says he moves the books on his shelves every year because it makes him think differently. And I'm like, hmm. I have a lot of books, but interestingly, Katerina's been moving the books, so I have all these books that I now I don't really quite know where they are, um, but that's okay. It's like a treasure hunt then, right? So it's looking at your looking at the structures that you've created and that work for you, because you know you know where the stuff is and you can find it, and then saying, oh, you know, maybe not so much. Maybe I need to change that up. Or it gets changed on you, like the computer did to me last night. Uh, and, and that's okay. That's part of us thinking, listening, doing it in a different way. Aquarius invites us to see it from a different perspective, to see it high, to see it visionary, to see outcome, to say, well, if this happens, then that's going to happen. And if that happens, then this is going to happen. And I remember my friend Tom McNamara was on a diet. And he said, well, a glass of orange juice, Anne, is 100 calories a day. And if you stop drinking a glass of orange juice a year, you will lose. And he and I'm like, what? Like, you know how much a glass of orange juice is going to re- – not drinking a glass of orange juice is going to result in weight loss? And he's like, yes. <laughs> so you want to kind of reconfigure your thinking with this Mercury retrograde. Think in a different way. Think in, well, you know, what would that look like? Give yourself permission to fly a little. This is a great new moon. It is at 23 Aquarius. We also have Pallas Athena there. We have Mercury retrograde there. We have Venus there. We have Jupiter there. We have the sun there. All of them in Aquarius, all of them answering to Saturn. And Saturn is saying in the eighth house, let go of your old ways of thinking. Think new thoughts. And we go, what? Think new thoughts? Yeah, what would happen if you thought new thoughts? Or you watched something you'd never seen before? 
or, you know, like I I was doing that this week. I was reading things and thinking, I don't know anything about that. Let me click on it. And, uh, okay, let me click on that. It's like go and exploring realms that you're not normally in. And that's what this new moon invites us to do because when we think new thoughts, we see things in a new way and then we change our outcomes. We change what we're doing. We change where we're going. Uh, and it's important. This is a great week to do that. It's a great week to think new thoughts, a great new moon to think of great ideas, to come up with visions. Now, I know we've been talking that Jupiter and Saturn are in uh, Aquarius and they're starting a new 20-year cycle, which they are. And I said, oh, great, the, write the list down of the big vision of what you want. And I was talking to someone earlier today, and she had this vision of the house. She knew the house, the fire pit, the backyard, on the hill. We're all, you know, She had a whole vision for the house. And then we got to the relationship, and she's like, I don't have a vision for that. I'm like, well, you got a great vision for the house. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And then, well, that, that whole skill you just did with the house, do it with the guy. And she was like, yeah. I said, who knows? Maybe the guy's got the house. You're going to meet the guy, and he has the house that you just envisioned. It's that energy. Get the vision. Get the idea. I was looking at some real estate, and I was like, oh, wow, that's that's the vision of the house, right? And and it, it, it's about, like, widening it, widening it, widening it, and giving ourselves new opportunities, new ideas, new ways of seeing things. Very exciting week for doing that. And with this new moon in the year of the ox, you're going to be able to plow your field, plant the corn, grow things. We're back. We're still in the barnyard. We're out of the year of the rat. Yay, thank heavens. And we're now going into the rest of the animals, into the, into the, in with the ox. Solid, reliable, dependable, plow the field, plant the seeds. What are you going to grow? But first, you have to have a vision. And that's your job this week on the new moon. So feel free to join tonight for the new moon webinar. We'll spend about an hour and a half kind of going through the moon and getting you ready and definitely do a new moon ritual. Uh, the new moon is on Thursday at 2.05 in the, 2 in the afternoon, 2.05, 30 seconds. All right, the week ahead, uh, we have Sun in, Aquari- uh, in Aquarius running from 19 Aquarius to 28 Aquarius. And he, of course, is combust Mercury, which makes him very, very focused, and he also thinks he's right, which is why I'm encouraging you to look at other things and think maybe they're right. You don't have to agree with them, but you have to at least listen to them. Uh, Mercury is also conjunct Pallas Athena, and that happens on the 9th. Mercury combusts on the 8th. Mercury conjuncts Pallas Athena on the 9th, giving us a new way of seeing things, legal matters. Uh, Sun is also sextile Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 11th so that's part of this new moon and then there's a real forward motion uh as sun aspects uranus uh inviting him to change and shift again he's in aquarius so he likes talking to uranus he also is talking to uh mercury again by by declination on the 13th so this is definitely a week where people are going to be pretty fixed in their vision of things but again if we look at it from a new way, we may have a different idea. Mercury, of course, retrograde, 21 Aquarius, back to 12. Um, so he's linking up with Pallas Athena. Remember, all these planets are in Aquarius, so there's a lot of linking up in new cycles this week. Uh, he also has a, an a- interesting aspect to the nodes of fate on the 10th. 
So we're going to watch what Mercury brings in as he has this lovely trine and sextile to the nodes of fate in Gemini and Sag. So new ideas. Remember, Mercury loves being in Aquarius. He's exalted in Aquarius. He does have a square to Mars on the 10th. Uh, Mars, of course, is in Sag, so there's a little argumentative piece there. And then, of course, Mercury meets up with Venus on the the 13th, so there's a lot of positive energy there. And Mercury meets up with Jupiter on the 14th, Valentine's Day. Um, So there's a lot of energy around uh, partnership, relationship, because remember, Mercury's whipping along and he's going through all these Aquarius planets and exciting them and starting new stories. And remember, he's going backwards through them. (laughs) So he's going to go forward again. One, two, three passes of Mercury through all this Aquarian energy. Now, I do find sometimes we do a negative version of what we want. We go, I don't really want that. Do the positive frame of it. I don't want want cheap. You want generous. Okay, I want generous. Reframe it. Watch what pops negatively. Reframe positively. Reframe new ideas. Gives you a different way of looking at it. Venus this week, also in Aquarius. And she is zipping along from 10 to 18 and a half. Uh, And she is uh, in a little bit of an argument with Mars on the 10th. Uh, She's contra-parallel him. You know, Mars is in... They're having a little fight. Um, And then she meets up with Jupiter on the 11th, so that's an abundance energy. She's kind of working with the goddess of discord a bit this week in Aquarius, um, which so we can expect a bit of discord. She's parallel Jupiter on on the 12th, so she's expanding her ideas. And she has a trine to the note of fate on the 15th, similar to the way Mercury did retrograde on the 10th. So watch who shows up the 10th and the 15th because Venus is talking to the nodes and Mercury's talking to the nodes on the on the 10th. And then she has an adjusting energy to the home and hearth aspect on the 16th. Mars this week, also busy, but not moving that fast. He has got a real big adjusting energy to the nodes of fate on the 10th. And Mars is in a hard aspect to the node on February 10th which is at 17 Taurus. Mars is at 17 Taurus. Remember, all these Aquarius planets are having a little dynamic with Mars. So that is a contentious energy, hopefully not too contentious, but Mars and Taurus does dig in. He has his opinions about things, and he does dig in sometimes. And he also is trying to Vesta on the 12th, which is changing your house, changing your home, changing your diet. Is great new moons are always great for new health plans. He also has a sextile to Neptune on the 13th, which is dreamy, romantic, lovey. You know, so a lot of romance this week on the uh, 13th. And he also is making, uh, breaking away from a commitment. He's having a contra. I got my glasses on here. Yeah, he's breaking away from a commitment on the 13th. Mars contra parallel Saturn, giving him the desire for a little distance. Jupiter, biquintile Vesta, home and hearth on the 13th. This is a housing thing. Look at the houses, the home. Modify it, make it more supportive of you. Saturn is sextile Chiron on the 9th, offering us an opportunity to think about how we've been wounded by uh, some of the stuff in our life and maybe shift it a little. Remember, not yet until the next week on the 17th, um, 
Saturn's going to square Uranus, but he's kind of thinking about old stuff. You may find yourself thinking about 99, spring of 2000. The planets are back at that same energy, kind of inviting us to think in a slightly different way than we have before about where we're going. Then we also have Uranus parallel Vesta on the 14th, which is changes around some of the important structures of ourselves. And then Vesta aspecting Neptune. So a lot of energy around the home and hearth changing. Remember, um, one of the things, you know, and I do find this when you go out, you know, I'm having all this stuff about housing and home and, you know, and just transits in my chart. So I've been looking at real estate. You know, when you look at people's, other people's houses, and I mean, I know a lot of them are staged, but you look at that and you go, what would it be like if I lived in that house? What would that house be? And we did have that at the beginning of the pandemic when we were tuning into everybody's houses, right? Like they would do a Zoom on TV and we'd go, oh, that's what they have on their houses. Um, in fact, I was quite thrilled because Mayor Bloomberg had an astrolab. The only people I know with astrolabs are astrologers. He had an astrolab on his bookshelf behind him. I'm like, I knew he was an astrologer. Um but yeah, when you look at other people's living, other people's living situations, other people's houses, this is that energy. Big shifting, changing energy around that. Pluto is also sextile to Ceres. It's a very creative aspect, trying to have a baby. Great week to make a baby. Great week to get pregnant. Uh, or, you know, give birth to something in your life. You know, kind of get that get that up and rolling. Uh, we also have uh, Juno on the Nodes of Fate, relationship stuff on the 15th of February. And, of course, it's the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, so there's a lot of relationship energy in the sky then around where we're going. And a little cranky crabby on the 16th, Pallas Athena is sextile to Eris, the goddess of discord. I think it's important uh, for all of us with these energies up there in Aquarius is to think about not just today, but think about the long-term consequences, the long-term vision of what you want. We tend to think short-term. That's you know how we're raised, and our culture goes zoom, 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 very fast, fast, fast. We don't really think about long-range. And last year was so much about survival or what's going to happen or blah, 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 blah. So this year it, it's more like, okay, having gone through last year and what we all learned, you know, at different parts of our life or wherever we had the COVID clump in our chart, we learned important lessons. And so this year with the Aquarian energy up and running, we want to kind of go, okay, what was my important lesson from last year? And now that I've had that lesson, what do I want to do with the knowledge I got? What, was, what did I learn? And now what is, what's important? Because that structure, the idea is how we initiate everything. We have the idea. We have the vision. We have the emotional resonance with it. And then we manifest. So if I say to you, let's go buy some glasses you're going to be like, okay, let's go buy glasses. So we walk on the street, we notice who's wearing glasses. Oh, that's an interesting frame. I've been watching lately um, 
Gail King. She had a great interview with with Cicely Tyson, and then you know you know kind of sub you know like I was watching her interview, and she has glasses that match her outfits. This woman's got a green dress on. She's got a green green glasses, right? Like that woman has a lot of glasses, and they're all different colors, and they all match her clothes. So. You get the vision of glasses, and then you go into the glass store, and then you try them on. Does it fit? Does it not fit? What's it look like? Bup, 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 bup. And then you bring them home. That's how it works. Idea, vision, emotional connection, manifestation by the glasses. I like how they look. Um, and that's the process. So we're doing that now. We're getting the ideas so important to think big, think visionary, think past the limitations in a good way. Nothing wrong with limitations. We oppress them. We like them. We thank them. But I want you to think past them. Or if it was possible, this would be what I would want. Do the bigger, do the vision. And give yourself permission to, to, to have that. That's what this week is for and the next week too. Because um, without the vision, can't get there, right? Um, all right, let's do moons before we run out of time. I know I've been a little long-winded today, but, you know, I'm feeling very chatty. <laughs> and that is because the moon is in Capricorn and I'm in a chatty mood. All right, so the moon went into Capricorn today around 3.52 p.m. It's in Capricorn today, and it's in Capricorn on Monday, and it's in Capricorn on Tuesday. And it goes void, joined to Pluto at 12.22 p.m. afternoon on Tuesday. Void all Tuesday afternoon. Goes into Aquarius at 8.20 p.m. Tuesday night. So Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and you're going, why is she chatty when she's in Capricorn? I can hear some of you thinking that. It's because my Mars is in early Capricorn, so the moon is on my Mars, and my Mars squares my Mercury. So I'm quite quite long-winded today. <laughs> I was doing a reading earlier, and I, I just kind of talked and talked, and I said to the lady, hey, I'm really sorry. I just haven't stopped talking. She goes, oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's, this is working for me. I'm like, okay, sorry about that. Uh, you have to remember to breathe. Breathe and talk. Breathe, talk. Um, so anyway, it's the moon in Capricorn. And, of course, this is, um, it's trining, you know, it trines Uranus, it trines Mars, it's sextile Neptune, it's meeting up with Pluto. So the moon is actually very happy in Capricorn these days. Then he goes into Aquarius, 9, 9.820, sorry, p.m. on the 9th, and he's in Aquarius Tuesday night, all day Wednesday, Thursday through 2.06 p.m. when he has the new moon in Aquarius. So the Aquarius moon is kind of interesting because he's going to meet up with uh, Saturn. He's going to square Uranus. He's going to meet Venus. He's going to meet Jupiter. So he's going into that new moon. The new moon is bringing all this energy of all these planets to the sun when he meets up with him at 2 o'clock, 2.06 on Thursday. And then he meets Mercury, and then he meets Jupiter. I mean, he's a busy guy. So that new moon is very loaded with energy because the moon has picked up all this Aquarian energy Wednesday and Thursday. So really kind of pay attention to what's going on then because new ideas arriving. Uh, he goes void on Thursday at 2.06 with a conjunction to the sun, a new moon. And then he is void all afternoon Thursday, all night Thursday night. And then he goes into Pisces on Friday morning. Uh, and he's in the lunar year of the metal ox. Boom, bidi, boom, boom. And he goes into Pisces 2.23 a.m. Friday morning. And he's in Pisces all day Friday, 
all day Saturday, and then he goes void on uh, Sunday at 2.29 a.m., and he goes void with a sextile to Pluto. And then he goes into Aries at 10.54 a.m. on Valentine's Day Sunday, and then he's in Aries on President's Day on Monday, and then he goes void at 7.17 p.m., on the 16th, Tuesday the 16th in Aries. So all week long, the moons are great, meaning we launch things, we get stuff out the door. Obviously, you're releasing things, you know, the 8th, 9th, and 10th, and then you're initiating things, the 12th, 13th, and 14th, and the 15th. So great time. Also, we have a holiday there, President's Day on the 15th, and Valentine's Day on the 14th. And again, listen to considerations. Think about things. So earlier today, I got up, New York City, you know, we've had the virus dropping. Mayor Governor Cuomo said, the restaurants in New York can open on Valentine's Day. Everybody, yay, yay. And he says, I'm letting them know a couple weeks in advance so they can staff up and order food. Okay, that's good. This morning I get up, and Governor Cuomo has said, you know, I was listening to people. Always a good sign. Remember, this is Mercury and Aquarius. We're supposed to listen to people. I was listening to people, and the restaurant people said to me, hey, why don't we open on the 12th? Because then we can have a Valentine's Day weekend as opposed to Valentine's Day on Sunday the 14th. And he says, so we're going to open up a little early. We're going to open up so you can have a Valentine's Day weekend. So he just gave people a couple more days of food and a couple restaurants, a couple more days of money and a couple more days of whatever. And he changed his mind. You know, if you watched any of his videos, Governor Cuomo doesn't change his mind very often. But if Governor Cuomo can change his mind and go, you know, yeah, I hear I hear you. Let's make it Saturday and Friday too. You can have three days of Valentine's Day. You want to kind of do that kind of stuff. Gentle and easy, kind and nice, roll in. You know, that's a good idea. I, you know, I see your point. I see where that could maybe be valid. I, I think I can change my mind about that. And as you do that, you will find it makes it easier. It's collaborative. It's creative. It's insightful. It's inspirational. And it's retrograde. You're revising, redoing, revisiting. My freezer is fabulous. I open it up. There's the fish section. There's the meat section. There's the bread section. I don't need enough bread, so I freeze it. There's the, I mean, it looks fabulous. So revise, revisit, redo, retrograde. And on that note, I'm going to wish you a great week, a happy Valentine's Day, the opportunity to eat New York restaurants, <laughs> and a wonderful, wonderful new moon that takes place on Thursday, Year of the Ox, but we're having a new moon webinar tonight in about a half an hour, uh, 7.30. Feel free to sign in, sign up, and I hope you have a great week. This is Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk, wishing you much, 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 whatever you want. Whatever you want, I wish you much of whatever you want, as long as it's good, and it's good for you, and it makes you happy. Uh, Take care. I'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.